share with me? Inspiration. Hi everyone. This week we're going to talk about introvert versus extrovert. I feel like MBTI is such an interesting topic, so I would love to talk more about it. And it's such a great way to understand ourselves. One of the easiest component in MBTI, introvert versus extrovert, is kind of difficult concept to understand as well. Although it seems quite easy at the first glance, we feel like it's also a very controversial or very interesting concept. This is an area that's most misunderstood, and people often ask questions like they think they're a combination of introvert and extrovert, while others think that they're more like extrovert only. In some occasions, so I think there's a lot of misconceptions and misunderstanding surrounding this extroversion introversion debate or concept, and especially because of this flexibility and the very evolving nature of a person's extroversion slash introversion, I think this would be a very interesting topic. To understand more about, so all of us can have a better understanding of which side of the spectrum we are. Going back to the point of misconception or misunderstanding, there is often this stereotype surrounding introverts and extroverts. I'd like to just reiterate or clarify this. I believe that Google definition and dictionaries play a role in. Fostering this misconception, because if we go to Google and search introvert, we'd get an answer of,、um, for example, introverts refer to a shy person, something like that. Whereas if we search for extroverts, the definition is an outgoing, social, confident person. It seems quite straightforward and valid at first. But is actually much more complicated than that. We often have this misconception or generalize introverts as people with social anxiety or that they don't like being around people, whereas extroverts are usually people who are loud or aggressive. Obviously, this would be a very superficial definition or understanding of the two types. Needless to say, no one is better or worse than the other. Before I tell you a more scientific conclusion or the correct answer to this distinction between introverts and extroverts, I'd like to share my own story, and perhaps you all can analyze me and guess my inclinations. I also feel like this would be a probably very relatable story since I feel like it's something that everyone experienced somehow. So when I was a kid. I was quite a talkative girl. I was the kind of girl who loves performances and loves going on stage to be the center of attention. And I'm very confident and expressive. For example, I love going on like storytelling competitions. I love reciting stories and going on stage to present them. That's why I'm very confident in expressing myself. But then. 
as I got older, I realized sometimes it might not be best to speak up or to talk a lot because when we're at school, we're taught to be very attentive and focused during lesson. And if we talk to our friends or just chat without approval, it would be a very bad behavior, or your teachers would scold you. We're more ingrained to absorb knowledge rather than expressing our own opinions. Even worse, you know, students who talk a lot are usually people who are not very obedient or they're quite naughty, so they might not necessarily get good results. At school, and therefore, parents and teachers will not like them that much necessarily. And those who are quiet are usually doing very well at school, and they are very favored by parents and teachers. This leads to the mindset or idea that we should try to be less expressive and less talkative and less extroverted in order to be good, in order to be accepted. As we grow up, we have learned sometimes it's better to stay silent or to mind our words before saying it out loud because you might hurt someone or said something you can't really take it back if you say something wrong. I do remember a few occasions where I slipped something out of my mouth and I'm not proud of it, perhaps hurting someone or embarrassing myself. So I've learned to think twice before speaking up. And then in university, I traveled overseas to study university in the UK, and English is actually my second language. There's this kind of imposter syndrome in the room where I worry about making grammatical mistake or sounding silly because I worry that people might think I'm stupid, and they think that I'm not qualified to be in this university, and I don't want to embarrass myself, right? I kind of felt. The urge to talk less because talking less means I will have a fewer chance to make any mistake and save my own face. And again, as we grow up, we want to become a person that's more collected, more reserved, and just presentable. So you try to not talk so much, so that you would create this image that you are very put together, reserved, and very collected, and. You know, just someone that looks sophisticated enough, and people can trust you. But then, would I necessarily consider myself an introvert? Things are more complicated than that. For example, when I'm in a social setting, I don't really feel awkward when I talk to strangers or when I talk to people, and sometimes I feel quite okay and feel normal. But other times, I might feel slightly deterred to do so. Because it depends on the situation. Sometimes I take initiative when I socialize with a group of friends. For example, I know that these people are some are people that I'm gonna spend time with, and I'm gonna stick to for quite some time because of certain reasons. For example, we're in a camp together, or we're going on this tour, or that there are just people I want to make friends with. Well, other times, for example, in a one-off event. I won't take the initiative to meet people, or I won't talk to people out of the blue, because I know that they're gonna be gone very soon, and I'm not gonna meet them forever. So why bother? Other than that, I feel like some of the more extroverted traits I have would be that I enjoy meeting people. I like going out. I love having fun. 
I don't like to stay at home all the time. I find that staying at home by myself would be a very boring weekend, and I always want to look for opportunities to go out. And if I haven't been out for a long time, for example, during quarantine like now, I would feel very frustrated, and I just want to go out and have some air, you know. And lastly, I would also consider myself extrovert for the reason that I believe I'm a presentable person. Like I don't worry about being weird or being awkward when I'm in a very formal setting. But then at the same time, I kind of feel like I'm not entirely at ease when I'm in a workplace situation or very serious occasion. Like I would also try to be slightly. And alert to mind my attitude or my, how I present myself. So I'm also not quite sure whether this is considered extroversion or introversion. So that's all from me. That's the information you will have to determine whether I'm an extrovert or introvert. What do you think? Can you judge by these details? Do you think it's a mix of both? I guess the obvious answer is it depends on situation, and you know, introversion and extroversion are quite flexible. I'm sure most of us has doubted our inclinations somehow because we are socialized beings. We know how to interact with people. We learn about the social norm. We know what's considered presentable or what we should do in certain settings. So it's common we have multiple sides of us depending on the situation. To further this complication, let me ask you to imagine a situation. Let's say you're in a room with a person that you just met for the first time. Let's say it's a coworker. Do you feel comfortable or confident enough to talk to them? Do you feel like you're not exactly shy and you're willing to talk about anything that pops up in your mind? Probably not, because for one, you're in a workplace setting, so you should maintain a certain social etiquette with your colleagues. And secondly, you don't know how his or her personality is, and you don't want to leave a bad image. But then you don't consider yourself shy because you're not uncomfortable, or that you're not unwilling to talk about something that's very urgent because of shyness. It's just that you're trying to maintain a good image, and you just don't know what to say, right? Because you guys aren't friends, and you want to maintain certain boundaries with a colleague. So perhaps let's say you have some small talks from time to time, but then you guys also won't talk a lot at the same time. Perhaps you'll ask one or two work-related questions. So what do you think? Do you think this is a sign of extroversion or introversion? I'm sure all of you have come across these very complicated situations about your personality because you often can come across excuses or new situations that changes your original proposition. The same happens to me. I've also had these burning questions to figure out: What am I? Am I an introvert or am I actually an extrovert? I did some digging and research for this topic, and let's now look at the textbook definition between the two. Let's start with extroversion. What it means to be more extroverted. There are a few traits that this website has identified. The first one: 
you enjoy working in a group. You find it more comforting to work with a group of people, and you think things will run more smoothly. Perhaps you can be a team player, or you can be a leader. No matter how you participate, you feel like this is the most energized way for you to do your best. And you think that working with people, active collaboration, is the best working style for you. Secondly, you're always ready to try something new, so you're very up for a challenge, and you like trying new adventures, taking new trips, trying new things, and. Once you set your mind on something, you will just go for it without worrying a lot. Thirdly, talking through a problem will always help you. So if you come across this very big decision, or you've got something on your mind, or you're facing a very difficult situation, you would often actively seek help rather than sorting things out in your own mind because you feel like talking to people actually would help solve the situation better. Or you preferred talking to people as you think things out, and then you would also find it very easy to express yourself. You think it's as very easy to put words to your thoughts, and you can actually talk everything out and express yourself clearly through verbal expression. And then, spending time alone can drain you. You feel like. The way you want to recharge is by spending time with friends and family rather than staying alone. If you spend time staying alone, you will feel like it's adding an extra burden. Moreover, you find the good in everything. Being optimistic is one of the traits of extroversion. You often find something great and positive, even though things are not going very well. You like focusing on the positive side of things rather than dwelling on the negatives. And last but not least, certainly, and this is one of the most obvious traits, which is that you make friends very easily. You can always meet new people and make new friends, and you find it easy to have conversations with people you don't know very well. Well, that's about it for extroversion. And do you think you're an extrovert? Let's look at introversion now. Firstly, introverts consider things very carefully. When you're presented with a new opportunity or when you have to make a big decision, you often spend a good amount of time considering all the positives and negatives, and you need the time to process everything in order to make a decision. Secondly, you prefer to avoid conflict. Introverted people are less likely to confront others when facing difficult situation, because they think that it will lead to a very strong negative feedback. So you don't really like complaining things, or you don't really want to present your negative opinions、um, in front of people. If you want to make a complaint, you will probably do it anonymously so that you won't need to confront anyone. Next. Introverts are very good at creation or creativity, because introverts spend a lot of time in their own heads. It's very easy for them to put their thoughts into poems or music, or movies, or any very artistic ways of expression, rather than saying it out loud.
saying it verbally. And then, introverts are also very good listeners. They're natural when it comes to understanding and listening people, not just people actually, also the surroundings. For example, you enjoy listening to、um, what's around you. You like to pay attention to the environment, and you often observe things quietly to understand what's happening. And last but not least, certainly, introverts need a lot of time for themselves. Of course, for introverts, they think that the best way to recharge themselves is by spending time alone. If you have a long day, you would rather go home and do something you want. Have some quiet downtime at home rather than going out to have a crazy night with friends. And that's it for introverts. So, what do you think? Are you an extrovert or introvert? Well, no matter which one you pick or which one you think you are more inclined to, I feel like there's often some questions or、uh, quote-unquote counter arguments to all these. So-called traits, I would call them what-ifs. For example, in the statement of enjoying working in a group, some people might ask, "What if? What if we only have very annoying people around us, and our groupmates are people who are very irresponsible?" Well, I'd only enjoy working in a group with people who are responsible, and I only enjoy working with people. When they are nice and good, I don't know what science say about this. In my opinion, if you have this gut reaction, it means something. It means that you're trying to justify your choice of introverts, because if you're giving this excuse or imagining situations that are difficult, it means that you have second thought towards working with people. It shows that you're hesitant about collaboration. Your brain is wired to find more problems when working as a group. In other words, if you are an extrovert, your mind won't tell you all these problems they anticipate. You would simply accept the fact that you can work with people and assume that working with people would lead to the best results. After all. MBTI is only a self-acknowledgement test. It's something that are tested based on your own perception. So our test result only reflects what we think we are, but it could be not the case. So I guess the conclusion is that, provided we have a proper understanding of extroversion and introversion, our self-assessment, our own conclusion, actually. Holds water because you know what you are, and if your gut reaction and your test results tells you something, it means something because that's what MBTI is about. It's about self-assessing your own personality, and of course, there's no need to be obsessed with every single situation. No one's gonna react entirely the same as the textbook definition. We are very unique human beings, so we can't be generalized to all these certain statements about introversion or extroversion. After all, if you genuinely think that you are an extrovert and you feel confident being an extrovert, 
you feel like you are qualified to be considered an extrovert, then you can own up to this title. It means something. It shows something. And the same goes for introversion. And lastly, as mentioned, we should never hold any negative connotation towards extroversion or introversion because they're equally good. Well, that's it from me this week. I hope that this episode helps you clarify some of the misconceptions you might have in terms of extroversion or introversion. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.